From the studios of Fractal Recording, this is The Mystic Show, episode 77. Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Mystic Show. I am your host, Chris Curran, and I'm happy that you're here. And this is the show where we talk about spirituality and mindfulness and a lot of personal development. Um, It's a spiritual show, but it's also a practical show. We try to keep that balance because that balance is important. And um, we broadcast live every weekday at 8 a.m. Eastern on the Fractal Stream. That's an internet radio station. It's a good one. And, uh, we, and we also archive every single show as a podcast in three different places. iTunes, Stitcher, and our website, which is www.themysticshow.net. TheMysticShow.net. You can go there. You can um, you can see all our past episodes. You can have see links to our social media, and also links to the Fractal Stream to listen live. Um, yeah, and we'd like to thank our our sponsor. Pause your life. We'll talk more about that later. I think. So the first topic for today, I think I want to turn. Let's just get straight to our book. Um, called 365 Dow. And uh, anyway, the the full title of the book is 365 Dow Daily Meditations and the author is Deng Ming Dao. And there's a passage for every day of the year in in this book and you can actually look up the date and then find the passage for that day, which is pretty cool. And today's is called Ascent so let's go ahead and read this. Again, it starts with a little poem, then it, then a few paragraphs. Um, then we can discuss it. All right, this is called Ascent. Chill morning. Stone steps. The path to the temple is steep. We may stumble at times, but we must always get up again. Spiritual cultivation is a daily activity. No matter how much we achieve one day, we must continue the next. Progress is often so subtle that we may feel the effort futile. And it is hard to get up each morning and try again with the same enthusiasm. Yet, this is precisely what we must do. If we have the benefit of guidance, talent, 
and the proper circumstances, then the bulk of our attention has to be paid to such a simple day-to-day effort. No person ever leapt to heaven in one bound. Spirituality is achieved by steady climbing, like a difficult journey to a mountain temple. The number of steps is in the thousands. The way is steep. It takes a long time to get there, and we must content ourselves with the panoramas along the way and think that the view at the summit will be best of all. If we fall, we must pick ourselves up and get back on the trail again. Success in spiritual life is measured not by spectacular events, but by daily devotion. This iron will, this deep sincerity, maintains our ascent. And that's the end of that passage there. Um, Right? I mean, pretty simple language right there. A modern... Uh, a modern saying that fits might be um, that it's a marathon, not a sprint. Right? Life is life is the ultimate marathon because it's it's. I mean, it brings up a good point. Like we kind of try to evaluate our life, right? We kind of try we try to judge ourselves. Like, how are we doing in life? Oh, I'm not doing so good, or I'm doing very good, right? It's not over. That's like, you know, that's like halfway through a marathon saying, oh, yeah, this is a great marathon. Well, how do you know? You really don't. Because until the marathon is over, you don't know what the marathon is, right? You don't know if you did well or poorly or whatever. So it's the same thing with life, I think, that until we, until our life ends, we don't really know how to judge it. I mean, something could happen in the last five minutes of your life that change your whole life. Change the meaning of your whole life. Maybe change your awareness of your purpose of your whole life, right? How do, how do you know that's not going to happen? You don't. But I guess it takes patience to just live every day. I know I feel this personally. I feel life moves too slowly a lot of the time. Um, And just living every day, you know, almost like it's Groundhog Day over and over again. You know, it can get a little, um, well, I don't want to say boring, but it just takes a long time. It just requires patience, I guess. And and I guess that's what we have to learn. Well, one of the things we have to learn, patience. I know that's one that's an area for me to uh to grow. And so every day, you know, the passage is telling us that um to maintain our ascent towards spirituality, 
or towards our goal, I should say. Uh, the author mentions having an iron will and deep sincerity. And I also think the judgment of ourselves on the path is uh, is is a critical idea. For instance, let's say let's say you're supposed to uh, let's say you want to meditate every morning, right? And let's say some mornings you don't meditate for various reasons, right? You woke up late or you were tired or you had to, you know, drive your friend to the airport, whatever. You know, you had to get your kids off to school early or something. Let's say there's a reason you didn't meditate and a lot of people may feel guilty about that. They may think, oh, see, see, I was supposed to meditate and I didn't. I'm a bad person. I'm I'm never going to achieve my spiritual goal. Right? So that kind of thinking, um, I mean, there may be some truth to it, logically. Right? You may be right on some level. But the thing is that the past is the past. And... You, it's if you worry about that stuff that's the the worrying is the thing that drags you down so if you if you miss your meditation one morning if you just completely ignore that and almost pretend like it never happened that's probably the best thing because it doesn't weigh on you you don't feel any guilt or worry or anxiety or anything regret nothing you just wake up the next day and meditate and everything's fine. Like you didn't miss a beat. And I think it's one thing I've had to struggle with on on this journey is um, the whole, the, the difference in logic and truth. Or the difference between logic and the heart. Because logic would say, no, you're a bad person, you missed your meditation, that's bad. Um, how are you ever going to reach your goal if you don't meditate every morning? And, um, you know, you were told to meditate every morning and you didn't. So you're disobeying. Right? That's the logical mind. That's uh, that's the sort of household I grew up in. Which is okay. But maybe it's not the best. Maybe we should learn to, you know, if you have thoughts like that, you can learn to basically appreciate those thoughts and just ignore those thoughts. Say, okay, fine. Now, there is a level though, right? Because if you just ignore everything, then you'll never do anything. (laughs) I mean, you can't stop meditating altogether and say, oh, it's fine. I'm ignoring that. (laughs) I mean, that doesn't make any sense. So there's a balance there, right? And I think the idea of that um, the past and the present and the future are all one kind of a thing. And obviously, physically, they're not one. But, uh, you know, in essence, they're one. I mean, where is the past? Show me the past. You can never show me the past because it's, it's not around. It's gone. 
physically it's gone. So as we're as we're climbing this ascent, right, towards our spiritual goal, we have to stay in the now. It's always now. In fact, a couple of my uh one my one co-host and my my assistant they they bought this watch. It's a it's actually a watch that you strap onto your wrist and but on the face of the watch there's no time, there's no uh there's no hands, it's not a digital clock, it's nothing. It's just it it, it looks like a watch and it just says now on the watch. So every time you look at it, it says now. What time is it? Now. <laughs> and and he wears this watch. He wears it around. It's so funny. Anyway, I mean, I'm sure he must keep his appointments in his phone or something. But it really is the now. And um, if we kind of try to be in the now and just keep climbing, I think that's... Um, in one way, that's what the author here is saying. So I think we should, um, let's take a little break and we will be right back with the Mystic Show. Okay, welcome back to the Mystic Show, and thank you to Anya for that musical interlude. Again, a song name that I cannot pronounce, and I will not even attempt, <laughs> but uh, thanks to Anya for that. And yeah, welcome back to the Mystic Show, and uh, I just really wanted to quickly mention Pause Your Life again, uh, because the Pause Your Life organization exists to help people stop the madness in their life and just just remove themselves from their everyday life and shut off everything, shut off all the phones and shut off everything and just be a human being and be able to think and breathe and not have to play all these characters or these roles that we play in life. And, and the meetups and the retreats that Pause Your Life has are really effective. And the retreat, the spring retreat, I just want to mention, it's coming up um, Friday, May 2nd to Sunday, May 4th. So it's a weekend retreat. It's being, it's going to be held at Life Bridge Sanctuary, which is in New York State, which if you're here in North Jersey, it's, it's uh, not that far at all. It's a short drive. Uh, great place because my wife and I visited this place and it's really in a nice setting overlooking the Catskill Mountains. 
And uh, actually, on the website, there's even a program here. We we, we kind of spelled out what the program is going to be on the retreat. And just want to assure you that this retreat is not going to be packed with like programs, like that you're going to have to sit in a room and sit in a chair and listen to someone talk. There will be a little bit of that, but mostly this is time for you, the participant. There's going to be a lot of free time to just be, to just do what you want. You want to take a walk through the woods. You want to write in your diary. You want to take a nap. I mean, really. (laughs) How many times every day do you just wish you could lay down, just had two hours or something just to lay down and relax? Well, that's what a retreat is for, partially. It's not only for the spirit and the mind, it's for the body too. So yeah, the um, you can go to pauseyourlife.org and you can click on retreat and you'll see everything and you can register and the cost is really, I mean, there's no way that the cost could be any lower because um, no one's making any money. It's just paying for the retreat center. <laughs> so the cost is very, very good, very reasonable. You spend more You'd spend more for one night in a hotel in New York City. Let's put it that way. But here you're getting a whole weekend retreat with some programs, a whole weekend to yourself with uh, with a few other like-minded souls, spiritual beings. So it's pauseyourlife.org. You can go there and check that out. Okay, so... <clears throat> We are going to tomorrow start our new, uh, the next, I should say, James Allen book we're going to read. But I wanted to read a couple aphorisms by James Allen, which is on the inside cover of this this book here that actually has all 19 volumes or 19 books by James Allen, all in one, one big book. And it is a big book. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to hold up this book to read on the air for hold it up for that long because it's it's like a phone book. <laughs> it's a big book. Um, but on the inside cover, there's these aphorisms, just, you know, little quotes from James Allen. And I just wanted to I thought it would be nice to go through these quotes because these are I mean, probably each quote we could do a whole show on. Well, and and probably the right thing to do would well not do a show on it, but actually meditate on it, right? So, all right. So the first one, this is the first one. And this is from his book, Eight Pillars of Prosperity from 1911. Suffering calls for aid and tenderness and not for curiosity. So I'll read that again. Suffering calls for aid and tenderness and not for curiosity. That's a good one. Right? Reminds me, there's a Tool song that basically says that we all watch the news because we want to we see people die uh, vicariously. So... And one of the lyrics from the song is, I live while the whole world dies. For some reason, there's this thing we, I don't know, humans, they they can get caught up into seeing other people suffer and, you know, 
you can kind of follow along with other people's suffering and stuff. It, it's a little, I don't know. Is that weird? Do you think that's weird? <laughs> um, but anyway, the, James Allen here says, suffering calls for aid and tenderness and not curiosity. So maybe instead of watching all these TV shows and news and everything, uh, we should maybe help and maybe show some tenderness and help. Gee, there's an idea. (laughs) All right, the next one is from Byways of Blessedness from 1904. And we read, this is the first book we read on the Mystic Show, actually. The first probably, I don't know, probably 25 or 30 episodes. I'd say 25 episodes were, were, we, we basically read all of Byways of Blessedness. All right, so this quote says, this is a long one, get ready. Thoroughness is genius. That's it. That's the quote. Thoroughness is genius. See, you got to think about that one. I mean, it's tough. These quotes are so profound that, I mean, I can't just, you know, yakety yak, yak, keep yakking about it all the time. Um, All right, here's the next one. This is from As a Man Thinketh from 1903. You will become as small as your controlling desire, as great as your dominant aspiration. This one is just great. You will become as small as your controlling desire, as great as your dominant aspiration. And it actually, well, the word aspiration reminds me of, of what my spiritual guide says often, or, or he's, he said it multiple times, let's say, let's put it that way, um, that um, basically aspiration is what we should have, not ambition. Because ambition is like, I want to achieve this, I want to get that, I want to have this. Ambition is all ego. You know, we're ambitious. We want to achieve things and have things and buy things. And But aspiration is you're aspiring to become better. You know, it's more of a character, uh, character development in a way or and spiritual development. So he, aspiration, uh, not ambition. That's an interesting thought. And and that almost to me, you know, someone who is on the spiritual path, I mean, it seems like a part of being on the spiritual path is aspiring to become better and more divine. And if someone, for instance, claims to be on the spiritual path, but they really, they're not aspiring to become better in any way, they just want to achieve achieve things or get things or buy things then then it's questionable are they really on the spiritual path hmm all right here's the next one from poverty to power this this is from his book uh from poverty to power from 1901 and i think that's actually the first book which we're going to start tomorrow um there is no protection to compare with goodness. 
There is no protection to compare with goodness. So, I mean, one way to interpret that was if you strive to be good, to, to, to be goodness and do good things, um, that protects you from a lot of things, from a lot of negative consequences. It, it's, that's one way to think of it. And I think that's true. And I, I, you probably see. I'm trying to hold up this heavy book. It's this is tough. I'm gonna have to get a stand or something. <laughs> um, but no, like I think we all know that when we try to do good things in our life, when we have a good heart, when we have a good intention, and we're relaxed, and we just you know, we're not being overbearing and all this stuff. When when you're filled with goodness, really good things come out of it. Nothing really bad happens when you're filled with goodness. It really is almost like a protection. Okay, oh, here's one for you. This is from Byways of Blessedness, 1904. Self-indulgence is always followed by unhappiness. Self-indulgence is always followed by unhappiness. Yeah, that's, in a way, self-explanatory. Um, okay, here's one. This is from the, from the James Allen book, Out from the Heart, 1904. Virtue can only be known by doing. Virtue can only be known by doing. Right? And that's, again... The Mystic Show, we love the philosophy, we love the the esoteric nature of of different concepts and ideas and things, uh, but we also like, you know, action, doing, implementing, spirituality, and that I that sometimes is confusing to people because you think you might need to go become Mother Teresa and help the homeless people and the starving people, not necessarily. Not necessarily, because true spirituality is a state of being. It's it's not a state of doing. So if, if you can put yourself in a state of being, that's a very high level spiritually, whatever you do, whatever action you take will be spiritual work. It'll be spiritual action. All right, uh, and let's uh, just read one more here. Let's see. Um, Here we go. From Byways of Blessedness, 1904. Not only great happiness, but great power arises from doing little things unselfishly, wisely, and perfectly. I'll read it again. Not only great happiness... But great power arises from doing little things unselfishly, wisely, and perfectly. And again, these are just some quotes from James Allen. Uh, We'll be starting to read his book uh, tomorrow, which will be the next episode. And um, again, I thank you for listening. I hope some of these, I mean, those quotes are just heavy duty. 
if if you really think about it. You can you can blow them off as nothing, or you can think long and hard about them, and they'll change your life. So, right? That's the whole choice that's up to you on your spiritual journey. On your journey of aspiration to become something, to become divinized. Why not do that? Let's do it. So, as you move through your day, think about these thoughts. Maybe make some notes. Maybe talk to some others. And definitely smile a bit today. And as always, keep shining.